a lot of times it's not what you learned or the facts that you remembered, it's the people you made relationships with. Um, I mean, one thing I learned in school, I took a psychology class and turns out that like 90% of people um, when they're old say that the thing that made them happiest in their life was the relationships they made. And, and that contributes to a lot of success too, is just knowing the right people. So I guess one tip would be anytime that you can form a relationship with somebody. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, an amazing, like super close relationship, but at least reach out, say hey to them, or, you know, hold the door for them or like take their business card or something like that, because you never know when you're going to need that person. And, you know, if you like helping people someday, they'll need you too. So that's, that's a key thing also, just to think as you're going into a new place where there's so many more people than there were at St. James, just keep that in mind and you know, break out of that comfort zone and talk to new people. Welcome to the St. James Academy podcast commemorating the 200th anniversary of the founding of St. James Academy. In this episode, the Student Council interviewed Garrett Beck, class of 2013 at SJA, class of 2017 at Calvert Hall, and current senior at Cornell University. At Cornell, Garrett studies finance, accounting, and business strategy. He is a member of the Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity. He is also a member of the Cornell Media Guild, where he served as treasurer in 2020. Garrett was able to offer the student council advice on finding opportunities and breaking out of their comfort zones. Stay tuned after the interview to hear how you can get involved with the 1821 St. James Academy commemoration. Um, so I think first question to start off, when did you graduate St. James? Uh, so I graduated in 2013 and I was there from kindergarten all the way up through, uh, through fifth grade. So 10 years counting uh, pre-first. Uh, what would you say your favorite moment at St. James Academy is? Oh, so I mean, that's a hard one. I mean, I'm sure everybody said that that's a hard question to answer. It'd probably be better if I broke it up into like one overarching thing I did at St. James that I think was my favorite, which was um, being a part of the band at St. James. I started in sixth grade playing guitar. Um, I had never picked up a guitar, never really played any instrument before then. And this was the first year that Mr. Walcott, I don't know if he's still with St. James or not. He is? Okay, awesome. You guys are lucky. Um, this was the first year that he started um, as the band director at St. James. And so people in my class, most of them were doing chorus. So like the band in sixth grade for my year was super, super small. And Mr. Walcott basically turned us from like a orchestra band into like a little rock band because we had a bunch of guitars. We had a bass player. We had a drummer. We had a flute player, too, that he somehow managed to throw into everything. But it was just such an awesome time to, you know, step away from the rest of the class and the rest of the school and be creative and sort of just like hang out and throw ideas out there. Mr. Walcott helped us like, you know, put songs together, things like that. Um, so I think that was probably one of my favorite things about St. James, which is my time in the band. I did it from sixth grade to eighth grade too. And I still play guitar. So Garrett, what skills did you learn at St. James that have like you've helped that have helped you later in life or like you can apply to your job? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. 
So I think first, like top one that comes to mind is communication. Not only being able to communicate with um, your fellow students, but learning how to go to your teachers and you know communicate with them and stand up for yourself if there's like an error with your grades or you know explain yourself. Um, being able to approach somebody who may not be at the same level as you, like student teacher, you know, is way different than you know student to student or student to parent. So learning how to communicate with different types of people in different relationships that you have with them was something that I learned um, very quickly at St. James and has helped me until this day. Um, Cause you're gonna be in a lot of different situations, you know, as you go through high school and then into college. And then once you get a job after you graduate where you're gonna have almost different languages that you have with different people, depending on what your relationship with them is, you know, whether it's at work or a friend, things like that. So I think communication, definitely a big one. Also, I think that just all around confidence is something that I really built at St. James. I think one of the best things St. James has to offer is the smaller classes because, you know, nobody is really left in the background. Everybody gets plenty of opportunities to speak up and be at the front, be in the you know, spotlight in many, many different situations. So I think that that helped me a lot with being confident with my personality, you know, my voice, my ideas, and taught me to speak up on them and not really be afraid if there's people in the room who are older than me or bigger than me or might act like they know more than me. Um, I'm just going to stand up and say what I have to say and speak for myself and be confident about myself no matter what. What is your current job, can I ask? Um, yeah, absolutely. So right now I'm living in Miami, Florida, and I am working for a commercial real estate group. So the best way I can explain this is my company owns buildings like you, you all know where Hunt Valley is, right? Like yeah. Hunt Valley, how they have yeah. all the different like shops. Basically, my company owns places like Hunt Valley, where it's not just one store. It's a very big place where stores can go and set up their own space. So that's what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, my dad's actually a commercial real estate agent. So that's a really cool job. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I didn't think I was originally going to do this, but the opportunity came up and uh, I enjoyed it. So yeah, neither, yeah. neither did he. It kind of just happened, but he's now owning his own business. So that's really awesome. That's the goal. I love that. Yeah. Wait, so what's your um, uh, business called? Um, so the company is called Centro. Um, it's a small company. Um, there's only about five of us in the actual company and I'm the youngest by far. There's, there's nobody close to my age, but I like that because everybody there is very, very dedicated to what they do. They've built the company up owning one small property to owning many. And, um, I'm like the fresh blood there. And like, I know all the new things that I learned in school. They went to school, you know, years and years before I did. So I'm teaching them new things and also learning a ton from them. So it's nice. And working for a small company gives me a lot of uh, responsibility and sort of exposure to everything. Like, even though I'm not 
even though I'm not an accountant, like crunching numbers, doing spreadsheets all day, I see that happen right next to me all day long. So if I ever have questions about it or get asked about it by somebody else, I'm like, yeah, I remember when that person next to me was doing this or that. And I, I love the company I work for. I just started though. I just started in August. So still very fresh. Okay. Where do you work before you started there? Were you doing something else or something? Yeah. So um, this will be a surprise to you guys. Do you know where Casamia's is? Have you heard of that? Yeah, that's right next to my house. Literally right next to yeah. my house. Um, so from January of this year until um, about July, uh, I was a manager at Casamia's. Um, so you might have seen me before. Yeah, or... probably definitely seen you. I used to go there all the time. <laughs> Yeah, so I was I was doing that um, sort of while I was finishing up my classes online because um, I, I didn't go back to my college campus this past year because of COVID. I just did it all online. So I found that job and just did my classes, managed the restaurant. And then once I graduated, that's when I started, you know, applying to other jobs outside of Maryland, and, more uh, closer to you, what I studied. Uh, where did you go to college? Um, so I went to Cornell uh, university. It's, uh, in New York. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. What do you think caused you to move from Maryland and now you're in Florida? What do you think caused you to transfer? Four years in upstate New York. <laughs> um, the weather, no, that definitely a big part of it. Um, if, if I could go back, I would definitely love to have chosen a school that was warmer. So that's definitely part of the reason I came down here, but the main reason is just the opportunity I had um, the person I'm working for now who started the company and owns the company uh, went to Cornell also. He got his master's in business from Cornell a few years ago, like 15 to 20 years ago. So he's a little older than me, but pretty, pretty close to my age enough to where, you know, we were, we're relatable on a lot of things and we work well together. So just after interviewing him, like the first two times we spoke over the phone, I sort of realized he thinks a lot like I do. He has a lot of the same values that I do and he loves real estate. And that's like what he wants to do. He built his company from the ground up because he loves real estate. And I, I didn't see any reason why you know, I, would, I would rather work for anyone else right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, have you kept in touch with any of your St. James friends from your graduating class? Yeah, um, so let me think. I, I definitely do my best to at least stay in touch with everybody on social network, like, you know, friend them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram or something like that, just at like a minimum level, just, uh, you know, in case I ever do want to reach out to them, they're only a click away, which I think is very, very unique to like our age group that we have that ability, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you, you couldn't do that. So I figured you might as well at least try to stay in touch. As far as like constantly talking and, you know, still meeting up and hanging out with people in my class. There's probably like two or three that I still talk to very often. And I mean, out of a class of 20 or 25 students, that's, that's a lot to still talk to, um, you know, eight years down the line. Yeah, definitely. What year did you say you graduated from? 13. 2013. I might've been in mm -hmm. kindergarten or maybe just coming into St. James. Yeah. I was going to say, I think, I think I would have overlapped with any of you guys who are in eighth grade, if my math yeah. is correct. Yeah, because I have been here for 10 years. So I was either like really young or I was like just coming in something around there. Yeah, well, 
in a, in a blink of an eye, you'll be where I am. You're like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> Believe me. And we've <laughs> added some even younger ones this year. We have something called the young foxhounds. It's the two and three-year-olds now. Yeah, my sister's actually in that. I actually just picked her up from the classroom and took her home. I didn't drive. <laughs> what are some activities besides um, band that you participated in? And did you continue doing any of them once you graduated? Yeah, so um, besides band, um, I mean, I, I tried my hand at a couple different sports. Like, I think I tried pretty much everything. Um, I did cross country, tennis, basketball. Um, yeah, like I was never really great at any of those, but I gave them a shot for like one season at some point. Um, but I was super involved with like the radio club. Um, so do you guys still do like the radio broadcasts? I mean, I know COVID is different, but. Yeah, we have the studio, but recently we haven't been able to do any of the morning announcements, kind of radio broadcasts because of COVID. And we haven't really been able to compact everyone in there. Right, right. But before COVID, like it was a normal thing. That yeah, the morning yeah, announcements it was. And I, yeah, so, yeah, so my seventh grade or eighth grade year um, was like the first year where we put the studio in. And it used to be, I think it was like a couple closets or like somewhere for storage. And um, we had a parent of a student who was in the grade above me, um, who, you know, helped gather up money and donated money to build the studio and Mr. Adele, who I don't know if he's, he's yeah, still with St. Jane. Yeah. Okay. Love Mr. Adele. Um, he was in charge of getting, you know, students together who were interested in basically building the studio, like learning how all the equipment works, um, or learning how to work the cameras or being in front of the camera and you know, doing the announcements and all of that people who wanted to be a, like a producer and sort of help organize how the show goes and like, you know, okay, we'll do news, news here. We'll do, you know, like the pledge of allegiance here and like the honor code here, organizing that there was a lot of different roles that you could choose. Um, and it was super fun because there wasn't really any outline for how we were supposed to do it. It was a brand new thing to St. James and me and like 10 other people, um, out of the whole school, we're like deciding how we were gonna build the studio. And I don't know how much has changed since we put all the equipment in there, but um, there's probably like one or two things I, I still remember how to work. Yeah, my yeah, brother was actually like a big part of that. He really liked doing all of that stuff. And then they would do like the video every like Wednesday morning and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I did, I did a couple times um, as an announcer um, in front of the camera. And that was, that's another like confidence thing. Like if you would have asked me in sixth grade, if I would have done that in eighth grade, I would have been like, no way. But in eighth grade, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and do a couple announcements and see how it goes. Um, what did you think that you were going to grow up to be when you were St. James? Yeah. So that's a hard question. That's one of the ones actually that, you know, I looked on the list that you guys had and, uh, I couldn't really remember. I, I'd like to say at one point I wanted to be a veterinarian. So did you guys have a shadow day where you went out and like shadowed somebody like a career shadow day um, at some point? Did you guys have that? I don't think so. No, at least I didn't do that. But I don't know right. about anyone else. Yeah, I don't so know. I, I think it was my seventh grade or sixth grade year where basically we 
got to choose from like a list of careers we might be interested in. And parents or like friends of St. James volunteered to like take the students out for like a day and sort of show them, you know, what it's like to work in those careers. And so I chose um, a veterinary office that was like right down the road from my house, actually. So I worked there for a day and um, I really liked it. I love animals. I still love animals. Um, and so when the time came that I turned turned 13 and could like legally, you know, work and make money at a business, um, they hired me as like a technician, like a basic technician. And I did that for a long time. I did it for like three years from like eighth grade up to sophomore year of high school. Um, I worked at the vet office and I loved it. And I was thinking about veterinary colleges and the best schools to be a vet. Um, I don't know what threw me off of it though. I, I think it just, uh, it just never really clicked. I sort of stopped working there after a little bit. And uh, the more classes you take in school, you sort of realize where your interests are. And I, I just wasn't at that point in high school to where I, you know, I decided I didn't want to be a vet. Do you have any advice for um, eighth graders who are currently looking at high schools and moving into that new realm of education process? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess, um, first of all, just really take your time with it. Um, don't just go because you know, you, you know, a lot of people who are going to that school or, you know, that's where your best friend is going because, you know, if you're friends with that person, you'll stay friends with them regardless of whether or not you go to the same high school. Um, high school is a lot more important than you make it out to be initially. Um, because, I mean, it's just the stepping stone to the next thing, which is, you know, college. And then that's the stepping stone to, like, the real world, like, scary real life. Um, so it, it all sort of comes one right after each other. So every, every decision is very important. Um, I think one thing I wish I would have done more, um, not only just looking at high schools, but being a high school student and being a college student is choose your reference points for yourself very carefully. And when I say that, I mean, be careful with who you compare yourself to, because a lot of times, especially when you get to high school and college where there's a lot more students, it's very easy to try and compare yourself to someone who's just better at math than you. Like there's, they're just naturally very good at math. And you're like, you get really upset because you feel like you'll never be that good at math. But, you're comparing yourself to that person while you may be better at math than a lot of other people. So you just sort of need to remember that just because there's people who may be better than you at something, you're, you're still very, very good at a lot of things. And I definitely felt that at Cornell too. I mean, I went to school with some of the smartest people from like all over the world. And it was very easy to look at myself and say, why am I even here? Like, how did I get into this school? I, like, I shouldn't be here. I'm not that good at math or I'm not that good at science. Um, but, you know, I, I turned around and said, hey, like, I took where I was, you know, in Maryland and I made all good decisions for myself and I wound up at that school. And so I should really be comparing myself to myself and be like, am I being the best version of myself that I can be? Am I trying hard enough? Am I really pushing myself? 
or do I just act like I'm pushing myself or convince myself that I am? Um, so I know that's a long answer and that's a lot to think about, but definitely do that because it's something that, you know, will carry through with you for your whole life. I mean, if you're 30 years old, you're going to be looking at where, like, what are my SJA classmates doing now? Like, are they doctors? Are they lawyers? Are they in the army? Um, what are they doing? And, you know, there will be people who, you know, may have done what you wanted to do originally and you didn't get to do it. But you look at yourself and say, hey, am I happy with where I am? If you are, then you don't need to compare yourself to them. You're, you know, you did the best that you did, honestly, and you can be happy with that. So I think that's like number one most important thing is compare yourself to yourself first before other people. So do you think St. James did a good job in preparing you as um, a person in the real world and also as a student? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said before, just learning to communicate with people, learning to be confident in myself. Um, those are two things that, you know, I'm never going to not need. I will always need to be confident and I always need to communicate with people. So I think just as a person, yes, St. James did a great job. And as a student, absolutely. Um, I think that St. James gave me a lot, a lot of, you know, skills, not so much facts and knowledge. While I did memorize a lot of facts, it's been so long that, you know, I can't remember them now. But what I do remember is, you know, when to ask questions, how to ask questions to get the right answers, um, how to look things up and research things for myself. Those are all things that I remember how to do that I can still do whenever I need to do that. Um, I'm not going to remember, you know, what this bone is called or, you know, what this country and Africa is called, I'm going to remember, you know, how do I find those answers? How do I talk to the people who have those answers? Those sort of things. Karen, I, to interject, this is um, Diane. I wonder if you were, are willing to talk a little bit about your testing getting into high school and the kinds of things that you did as a student to achieve what you did getting into your high school. Yeah, because they're, absolutely. Because they're, they're coming right up onto their, um, entrance tests in the next few weeks. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a scary, scary time, but, um, you know, all, all the preparation that you put into practicing for those tests will, will definitely pay off. Um, so what I did for myself and I applied to, um, Coward Hall and Loyola and that was it. I know it's like the rivalry, but those are the only two I applied to. So I took, the HSPT. I don't know if that's still like the standard one that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I bought a book. I bought a couple of books, actually studied super hard for the test with those. I actually went out and like went to uh, a private tutor just because I was super, super stressed out about the test. I'm not saying you need to do that or you won't do good. It's just it helped me be more confident on the test, which you know, that's important. So you don't, if, if you're not going out and getting a tutor, you're not, you know, you're not going to do bad. It just helped me feel more comfortable about it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, um, do your best on the test and whatever happens was meant to happen. I think. 
because I think I would have gone to Loyola initially if I wouldn't have put Coward Hall number one on my HSPT because they ask you, what are your top three choices? And I thought about it and put Coward Hall there. And afterwards, Loyola sort of stopped talking to me as much. I'm not trying to throw any shade at Loyola here. I'm just saying, I, I went into that test with a different idea of where I was going to go to high school. And, you know, things ended up perfect, I think, looking back on it. So you guys will be fine. You know, just keep your head down and study to where you feel comfortable and you'll get through it. And you'll end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah, awesome. You were saying that um, uh, that going out and getting a tutor was a real big confidence booster. You also talked about sixth grade you didn't want to be in the announcements because you were kind of like not wanting to do that. Would you say that a big takeaway from St. James will be that it kind of gave you a big confidence booster, boosted yourself up personally, and just like gave you more of a perseverance and like brave type attitude? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think there was um, so many opportunities where you can step up and do that, do something you're not comfortable with, which is a, it's a very important thing and very important skill to have in life is being comfortable with being uncomfortable, like trying new things. Um, because you never know what those things are going to teach you. And it may lead you down you know, a path you never would have thought you would have taken. And I mean, one example of that is, you know, my second year of college, I, I didn't have any interest in real estate, but my one friend told me about this intro real estate class that was supposed to be super, super hard, but the professor was like, awesome. And that's what everybody said about this class. They're like, it's so hard, but the professor is great. And like, once you take his class, like he's your friend and like, you can ask him any questions. And like, there's still people who talk to him who graduated 10 years ago, like that type of teacher. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll try this class. And I ended up falling in love with real estate. And I still talk to that professor, just like everybody said, it was a very hard class, but had I not stepped out of my comfort zone and done something that I wasn't all the way comfortable with, I might not have found real estate as a passion. And I don't know what life would be like for me right now if I hadn't. So do you feel like taking risks is, um, like it builds confidence and um, it puts you in the right direction? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that to a certain, I mean, there is a certain point where you're just like constantly putting yourself at, you know, in uncomfortable positions where you're not even happy anymore. Like you, you have to find that balance. You don't have to every single time something makes you feel uncomfortable. You're like, oh, that means I have to do it. Like, it's not like that. You got to balance it out and choose those opportunities. But I think it does, um, it does build you up a lot. And so do you think um, communicating with um, your teachers is um, a good thing to have? Like, obviously, it's pretty good. But like, you said that you still keep in touch with that professor. And do you feel like um, he really uh, hinted you in the right direction towards real estate? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I wish there was more professors that, you know, I built a relationship like that with because, you know, they were all very talented and very, very dedicated to what they're teaching. Um, because most, most of the time when you go to school and you take a class, 
that professor is not only just teaching what they're teaching, but they're also studying and doing research on that same topic outside of the classroom. So they're, they're very dedicated and very you know, involved in whatever they're teaching. So I think that at any level, not even just in college, definitely stay in touch with your teachers because they're just experienced people. And I think that it takes a very unique type of person to be able to teach people things, um, especially teachers who teach well, that you remember like, hey, they were a good teacher. Those are the people to talk to because even though you might not remember what they taught you, you remember that they were a good teacher. And I think, I think that's almost more important, especially nowadays when you can look a lot of things up and find the answers for yourself. I think knowing how to teach somebody something is a super, super important skill. Yeah, so when you went to college, did you, what were you like kind of looking for as your career path or did you already know you? Cause you said you didn't really know what you wanted to do. You weren't ready already knowing that you wanted to go into real estate. So what were you kind of thinking that you wanted to do? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I really, really didn't know. <laughs> um, I knew I wanted to do something in business. Um, but that's like, that's such a large term. There's so many, I mean, everything is business. Um, so when I told people like, yeah, I'm studying business, I want to do business. Like that really doesn't mean anything. That's like, I'm studying school and like afterwards I want to do a job. That's like saying that it's the same thing. But I, I know, I, I knew that I was good at math, but I didn't like it. I knew that I loved talking to people and that I thought I was good at that. Um, I knew that I wanted to go somewhere new and I knew that every single day I wanted to be a part of a team, be a very important member of a team. And I wanted to do something new every single day. So real estate was one of the paths that I feel like checked all those boxes. And I'm sure there was, there was others that, you know, I just didn't have time to explore, but you know, real estate came came around and it did, it did check all those boxes for me. Did you graduate with your business degree? I did. Yep. Oh, okay. So I, I have a bachelor's in business. So what do you plan on ever like owning your own real estate business or like branching off from there and kind of going on your own? Um, I think so. I think so. Um, that is definitely a goal of mine is working for myself entirely. Um, I'm not in any rush to do it though, because I think I'm in the position where I can stay with this team and this company and just keep learning and basically be a sponge, like soak in and hold all this information for, you know, a few years. I, I think it's a good place for me to stay. The only thing is, is that even though it is comfortable and, you know, it's a good job and I'm happy with it, um, fortune favors the bold. So. If I, if I really want to do something big, I'm going to have to step outside of that comfort zone again, eventually, you know, maybe leave the company and be like, they taught me everything I'm going to learn and I'm going to start my own company now and do it for myself and then turn around someday. And maybe I'll be at the point where my boss is now and hire someone like you, who's trying to get into it and learn and then teach you everything that I know you stay with me a couple of years. It's like, it's kind of like a cycle. And actually that's a good point because 
that's exactly what my boss is doing is he's being that mentor figure for me the same way that his old boss was for him. So my boss was where I was, you know, 10, 15 years ago working for a company and the guy taught him all this information and he stayed with them and learned. And then he figured, Hey, I can do this just as good by myself. So I'm going to leave the company and start my own business. And that's why he hired me. Mm-hmm. So, um, shifting gears a little bit, what do you think, um, was your earliest and best memory at St. James? That's a, that's a tough one. Um, okay. Here's a good one. So I think it was when my sister was in kindergarten or when my sister was in pre-first. So she was four years younger than me. So I would have been in like second or third grade at that point. Um, they had the show and tell and she decided that she wanted to bring in my cat. And uh, so it was a huge deal for me because I was like, my cat is going to be at school. Like, even though I'm not showing and telling it, I was like, it'll be in the school somewhere. So I asked my teacher, it's like, when my sister's doing the show and tell, can I like, can I go to their classroom and like watch and like see my cat? And it was like, everybody wanted to show up and see this cat. I don't know how the word spread around because my cat was like, insanely huge for like a house cat three and a half feet long it was gigantic so everybody wanted to come and see the cat at show and tell i I felt like a rock star for owning that cat for a little bit and i know my sister did too that's a very very early on memory for me yeah i would have been i would have been very young at that point yeah second grade did you participate in any like clubs or do anything um, community service related within St. James? So clubs, I mean, I guess the radio um, thing was a club. Um, Outside of that, I I didn't do any clubs. Community service wise, um, I think I did more of that in high school than at St. James. Um, At Calvert Hall, there was like a requirement. You had to do like a certain amount of hours. Um, You're your second year of high school. Um, but, you know, I, I was always looking for ways to like be in the community and, you know, help out, like um, volunteered a couple of times at like the horse and pony show. My sister would do, you know, competitions on the horse and I would go and, you know, volunteer at the, you know, at the concession stand or like at the flower booth and stuff like that. So I did my best to stay, you know, involved outside of the classroom. Did your sister also graduate from St. James? She did not. She left um, fifth after fifth grade, I believe, and she oh, went okay. to Hereford. So um, going back to the community service thing, I feel like St. James is trying to get more um, service projects involved. I know like COVID kind of messed everything up, but they started to do these designated days for First Fruits Farm where it's like St. James Day. And um, I feel like that's really neat to do. And it's a relatively new thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. What, so what do you guys do exactly? My dad is actually best friends with the owner of that. It's a nonprofit organization where um, people, you basically go there, volunteer, and you pick um, fruits and vegetables that go to Paul's Place and places like that to feed the hungry. Okay. Yeah. I remember now that you said Paul's place, I remember we did, um, we did a couple trips down there and like volunteered for the day to, you know, like serve lunch, you know, organize their donations and things like that. 
Um, but that's cool. I like that that first fruits idea. Where is that in Moncton? Because I feel like I've heard of that. Um, I think it's outside of Moncton. I'm not sure exactly where. I also okay. know they were also doing clothes uh clothing drives i think and then paul's place as well going to paul's place we've been doing a lot of stuff at paul's place for like a while and i know there's this thing called student vestry now it's basically just like the chapel thing and they're gonna be doing a lot with like the clothing drives and going to paul's place and helping out and stuff like that yeah i think that's all that stuff is great to do you know when when you can make time to you know put aside things that you'd like to do to help someone out who needs it, you know, that's, that's great. I, I think that you know, being able to find opportunities like that for yourself is something that's, you know, very important because you're not always going to have St. James to like organize your trips to go to Paul's place for you. Um, you'll get to a certain point where, you know, you're going to have to find your own way to stay involved and keep doing things like that. So. When you were in the eighth grade, do you remember going on like trips? Cause I, I know for a while they've had trips and I know that we're not going to probably be able to go on ours this year, but I was wondering if you did that when you were in the eighth grade. Yeah. So, um, we did a trip every year for middle school, um, for eighth grade, we went to Disney world actually. Um, yeah, I, I know. Um, and it, it, it is, yeah. it is, sorry. This is where the sadness starts for them. COVID has taken their Disney trip away. I know. I know what that's like. I mean, my my senior year of college, you know, was taken away from me, too, because of COVID. So I, I know how you guys feel. You're about to graduate and, uh, you know, you don't get to do all the things that you wanted to do your last year. So I, I relate to that. But, you know, I like you, you've probably learned a lot about yourself from this time and like if I could go back and like have this experience of, you know, challenging myself and like adapting to something so crazy that nobody ever saw coming when I was your age, rather than trying to do it now when I was a senior in college, I would take that over Disney World, believe it or not. So, you know, there's, there's silver linings and everything. Um, you guys are going to be so ready to take on big challenges that affect the whole world because you've done this and you've had to deal with COVID at such a young age. Yeah. Would you say that St. James like really prepared you for high school and maybe even college a little bit? Cause I've, I've kind of heard from a lot of people who've graduated that like they were almost over prepared for what they went into as a freshman in high school. Yeah. I think, I think it definitely prepared me very, very well um, for high school and um, for college too, in some ways, but definitely for high school. And, you know, it's like I said before, it all just kind of comes one right after the other. So if St. James didn't do a good job to prepare me for high school, I probably wouldn't have gotten into the college that I wanted to go to. So it all it's all related. And yes, to answer your question, that I think that I can I can attribute a lot of the things that I know now to starting at St. James. Like that's where I first got that spark, you know, to want to learn and keep learning, even though I've graduated high school, I wanted to keep learning. And even though I've graduated college now, I very much still want to keep learning. So St. James started that for me. Garrett, thank you so much for talking with us. I think my biggest takeaway is you really inspired me by saying like, take risks, get uncomfortable. You got to do that to, you know, build your confidence and, you know, try new things. And I think you've really inspired me just talking to you. 
that I have to get outside of my comfort zone, maybe not follow around what my friends are going to do and do what I want to do to follow my own path. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's been awesome. And, uh, you know, down the line, uh, I'll stay connected with St. James. And if there's anything I can help you guys out with, you know, if you're applying to colleges or if you happen to be interested in real estate down the line, um, I'm sure we'll get connected somehow. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast commemorating the 200th anniversary of the founding of St. James Academy. To learn more about St. James Academy, you can visit our website at stjamesacademy.org. And that saint is spelled out S-A-I-N-T. Or email us at info at stjamesacademy.org.